Hello, welcome to episode seven of The Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermott, and my artist friend, Eric Lampere, who's been spending a lot of time painting this week and trying to flog his merch. Hello, Eric. <laughs> hey, hello, Neil. How are you? I'm very well. Very well. How are uh, you? Oh, Neil, the, the last week has been uh, an incredible journey. Um, I, I I think someone wants to pay for my road trip. A production company is interested in actually just paying for the whole thing. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I've gone from being an unemployed bohemian to like suddenly they, they they they're giving me a potential series with fifty episodes. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> How on earth have you made that happen? I've worked very hard. Um, you don't know the meaning of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, it's it's it just sort of happened. Um, people are are interested in the story, and um, and yeah, but nothing is technically confirmed yet. So I have to like, you know, just hold on to, um, not 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 get too excited. Yeah, but well, it seems it seems like it's going to happen. I did notice you might have had a bit of wind in your sails because it started off as a 48 state tour and then you've you've bumped it up on your socials to a 50 state tour. And I thought, oh, you noticed that? Yeah, someone. You, you're creepy, Neil. Someone spread his wings. <laughs> well, it's because I was going to do a 48 state because that's all I could afford. And I say afford. I honestly didn't even have enough for gas money mm. um, or, or petrol, as the British would call it. Yes. Um, but um no, they said, no, no, we're going to send you to Hawaii and Alaska. And I was like, OK. <laughs> so. But but this is the annoying thing with with like uh, TV productions and stuff like that is like I'm getting excited now at the possibility and I have to get excited for it because I now have to streamline my efforts towards this kind of goal. But but it hasn't been concreted yet. And so there is a possibility down the line that it will all just fail. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, then the goal was to always do a road trip anyway without any money. So I'm not technically worried, but to have a production company back you um, means that, you know, there's already investors um, closing in on this deal. And it means that like each episode, you know, I'll actually have like an actual adventure like, yeah, you know, skydive, an actual rodeo, or, or what a NASCAR, like whatever it's going to be, uh, they're going to send me around and taste uh, the United States. Wow. Well, well, funnily enough, live, I've just seen a message come through on my phone about a potential job opportunity for me. So now you have to share. Is, well, it's just doing. Job my job is recruitment, and it's doing recruitment for someone else. Um, but. <laughs> It, it's prom- it's quite a promising opportunity. So that's good. Maybe I can fill you in. He said speak Monday, so I can fill you in more next week. Well, how many people do you take care of? Um, well, I I won't go into the depths of it, but I don't do temp recruitment. So I place people in permanent positions. So it's yeah. far fewer people that I place rather oh, okay. than. Okay, so yeah, yeah, they're more specific. Yeah. So historically, I've done. I did temp recruitment for the care sector once. So I used to have about 80 people out working a week in different places. Oh, wow. 
Um, but now responsibility. It's, I like it. it. I like I like that you have that much responsibility throughout the week, and then you just come and banter with me. <laughs> yeah, well, um, temp isn't my thing. It's too you're juggling too many balls. I yeah, like yeah, yeah. the the slow, measured, consultative approach of permanent recruitment. And I, and um, I think and I think that you can tell that in the wonderful work that you do for this podcast. Thank you, Eric. And Maita, I've I've brushed over it a little. Congratulations on this potential production company investment. Oh, I appreciate it. I, I saw it in your face. I saw the excitement slash the anger. <laughs> well, you know, as as an inherently selfish person, you know, what I thought <laughs> this is potentially fantastic. <laughs> A promotion work for the pod it well, will it will imagine how many stats you won't be able to handle it there'll be stats from all over the place mate yeah yeah and you and you can say on your little thing you, you know that you're filming oh well now on i'm your in little thing yeah now i'm in texas i've got to go and do my pod it's podcasting and you can get it here and here and here <laughs> yeah 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 like it well that's really exciting yeah hopefully it'll, hopefully it's gonna work out and do you think is it a kind of a YouTube channel thing or a TV thing or no they 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 they're discussing aiming for a an actual channel or a streaming service um because their plan is to film it themselves and so then the package will already be done and so for example Netflix won't have to do any work they'll yeah. just have to they'll just have to accept it on its channels yeah. Um, so that's one of the things that a lot of channels or streaming services like, right, is that if it's already filmed and it's done well, then why not give it a go? So, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting how how fast and uh, it can snowball. Yeah. Well, you can film it. Whether you can do it well remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got for me, hey? Eh? Hey, uh, there was the sad passing of the uh, MP that represented this parish in the South Cam's Council um, not long ago. So we've had a by-election this Ooh, week in okay. uh, in the village. Um, so the Facebook group, although last week was told not to be political, um, has now spent a week of annoyance at political canvassers delivering leaflets for some reason leaflets coming through doors is infuriating people so that that's one is one thing but is, are they annoyed at the leaflets being political or are they just annoyed at the leaflets the leaflets it's volume suddenly because they want to go on facebook and be annoyed at something everyone is a environmentally conscious um tree cull counting um militant whatever um so they're going on questioning how many trees have you know what i do with the leaflets that they come in well i put them in the recycling so ultimately oh, they'll become no, no so you don't cause trouble on the internet i am net zero but i am in, i am intrigued though how many trees do people think have been spent on these leaflets yeah um, they well, they've only is that what no we're one's discussing or not today. No, no, it's graffiti today. I'm just giving you an update. <gasps> oh, you're teasing me with other yeah. other frustrations. Yeah. Um, there another another story 
this week um, <laughs> is that there's a big black dog on the loose. Uh oh. Um, That's not a metaphor for anything, is it? No. Well, I don't know if because you lived in Newmarket, didn't you? Which is in Suffolk. I did. For those did, yeah. um, not familiar with it, I don't know if you're aware of the legend of Black Shuck. No, I'm not aware. No. Well, I'll give you a very quick um, overview of Black Shuck. Shuck. Um, So in English folklore, Black Shuck um, is the name given to a ghostly black dog, which is said to roam the coastline and countryside of East Anglia. And and is thinking that Black Shuck is in the village right now. Well, it's it's an omen of death. Whoa. I like that. People are, are wondering um is this dog black shuck and is it an omen of death bloody hell this yeah is, this is this is interesting <laughs> got way more interesting suddenly yeah a friend of mine funnily enough is making a horror film at the moment based on the legend of black shuck oh i like that yeah nice so how did black chuck die black shuck the black shuck was first reported in the 1500s and Black Shuck is still reported now. So Black Shuck isn't dead. Black Shuck. Oh, so, so the Black Chuck is, is alive. Yeah. Just, um, uh, okay, okay. I thought Roaming he was around a ghost, as a, a ghostly entity. Yeah, as an omen of death. Mm. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? That is interesting. It's definitely, yeah, spiced up. Yeah, but nothing spices up like a bit of graffiti. Is that what we're going to be discussing today? Graffiti? Do you want to discuss graffiti? Please say yes. I'm ready. I'm ready to discuss whatever you need me me to, Neil. Good. Okay. so shall I shall I begin? Yes, please. It all begins with a post from Una Upset. Um, She says, disappointed that the CB24 gang thought it was okay to spray paint cars, signs and walls in the village at 1 a.m. on Saturday morning. Anyone know these village boys? One of the five appears to be pushing a scooter. Watch the video below from 1 minute 30. The original and two enhanced videos can be found here. Enough people have wall and door cameras. It's just a matter of time before they get identified. More cameras (laughs) are being installed in this area. I love this post. It just has (laughs) all the right ingredients for a real detective story. Mm. There's five criminals. One of them has a scooter. Yeah. It was done at 1 a.m. Yes. Ah, oh, but that's very good. It's very exciting. So, what is it? Is this lady um, a victim of those boys of the CB24 crew? Oh, I think she's just generally disappointed. Um, the there's a picture of the graffiti. Um, it's in purple, and it's a good color. Yep. It's, it's on the wall, wall of a Perfect. house, um, and it says CB24 yeah. gang underneath it. In case they didn't, in case, in case they didn't know that someone graffitiing a postcode isn't a gang, they have yeah, to like just it, go. I'll just you know we're a, we're a gang. Yeah, if if they hadn't put gang, they might have thought it's just like a public information thing. You are currently in CB24. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a shame as well that like gang has such negative connotations. They could have used club, yeah. uh, team, 
with a CB10 crew would have been way better. It would have yeah. a little bit of alliteration, although it doesn't sound C and K. Um, they, they couldn't be the crew, though, because in the next village, there is a, um, there's a, crew? a group of, there is a crew, TWC, the crew. Oh, wow. So if um, the CB24 gang went around calling themselves the crew, there could be there could be bloodshed. And obviously you're our man uh, on the ground uh, mm -hmm. while I'm in Los Angeles. So it's very hard for me to, to get all the information here. But um, Neil, are there other gangs or is CB24 the only one? It's the only one that I'm aware of. Well, I say that I say that in other weeks we may discuss other problem groups of children now whether they have formally made themselves a gang um got badges as such membership cards right. i don't know and um, the yeah, one thing we do also... know we do know there is a cb24 gang that's for certain so we know that uh, are they protecting from uh, gangs outside of the village you know we're, we're always uh, very quick to say that gangs are bad but what if they protect um the city walls would you rather have a, a postcode on on your spray painted on your wall or like a huge uh, ejaculating penis um i think i'd go for the ejaculating <laughs> penis oh okay wow you're, yeah. you're, you're, well you're very brave yeah you're braver than me i i once had a company car um, and I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I had a company car and parked it in town and somebody graffitied on the side of it. Alan <laughs> just, <laughs> just wrote Alan on the side of it. And I liked it so much. I left it on and called that car Alan. OK, so the car was named Alan. Do you, yeah. do you think that the person that spray painted it was his name Alan or was that a <laughs> uh, an homage to Alan Partridge's uh, graffiti cockpit partridge? Yeah. <laughs> perhaps it was perhaps it was i didn't have any farmers throwing cars uh, throwing cows at me or anything <laughs> anyway let's get back to the cb24 gang yeah, so yeah. una upset has mentioned the key facts um first to respond is emma empty threat little shit just a matter of time kids whoa <laughs> a matter of time for what well, exactly. She, she does should, follow she it. She should have been more specific, yeah. She follows it up, though, uh, with cool. good camera quality, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, what well, does she mean that she took uh, that um, Una upset took a, a nice picture of the graffiti? <laughs> I think that's what she means. Yeah. Nice pixels. Yeah. Yeah, well, so that's well nice, get, like, isn't it? Yeah, you might as well get poetic when you take a, a nice picture. You know, make sure you frame it well and stuff. That's true. Uh, Personally, I don't a think words is that right? Yeah, I don't think it's a very good picture. Oh. You can't you see the bottom of the G's, and you can see a lot of the wall above the uh, above the graffiti. I don't think it's, it's been framed well at all. She could have cropped it. Yeah, could have cropped you it should, much you better. Should, you should get involved in the in the messages. I want you to start like. Just spreading a little bit of fire in those uh, Facebook messages. I'm a voyeur. I don't comment in this village group. <laughs> That's right. I'm too widely known. But also too revered. I don't want to sway um, public opinion um, due to the respect that people have for me in the village. 
that's now, I want there to be healthy debate. If I come in, people are going <laughs> to say, oh, well, if that's what Neil thinks. Yeah, you're an outside perspective. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I'm looking forward to right, when it organically happens that our podcast gets a mention on the Facebook group. It'll be amazing. Uh, I asked the listeners, by the way, welcome uh, to the show and thanks for listening. Uh, but I, I, please don't message the Facebook group with no. our podcast. I want it to happen from someone that hears it on, like, in the town and like suddenly just loses their mind. <laughs> and that would be pretty amazing because at the moment we've got 10, I'd say 10 regular listeners globally um, <laughs> and there's only 7,000 people living in the village uh, I can't do the maths but I'd say there's fuck all chance of anyone here in this podcast that lives in the village not yet but I do love that our, there's only 10 listeners so far but it's some in Los Angeles some in the UK and some in Singapore like, and Brussels spread it worldwide um, I, I wanted to to give a shout out um, commercial radio station style to Singapore and Brussels today. Oh, that's nice. So thank you, Singapore. Thank you, Brussels. I mean, thanks all of you. Thanks, uh, Glendale. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, though. Well, Julie from Montreal can go fuck herself. She hasn't downloaded it this week. Oh, no. <laughs> well, actually, I found out it was her birthday this week. Oh, oh, Julie, if you listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, I think that's why. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Colin Capital Punishment comes in. They want their necks ringing. Whoa, that's harsh. Seems that's a little harsh. A, that's harsh for considering that maybe they're making art. You know, it's very hard to know between graffiti and art, isn't it? It is. Although I, I suppose what they've done is a tag. It's what's known as a tag in the uh, community of gangs. I've given over our garage wall, um, which runs along the side of our garden. I've given that over as a graffiti wall to my son, who uh, like he, he's an aspiring artist and likes um, graffiti as a medium. But so oh, far, so- all he's done is written his name in various different um, styles on it so I've said to him if you're going to get out there in the big wide world and start graffitiing mm. you've got to start doing something different that's true but you've got to start somewhere and I suppose yeah. uh, being able to spell your name is, is a good start yeah um, because you have to sign your work anyway so you do but I'm, I, I like that you're nurturing your son's um, artistic skills well you've got to nurture talent haven't you yeah but I appreciate that I think that's really nice you could have chosen to go all right fucking enough of that Get back in your room and study maths. Yeah. But instead you went, oh, you like that? All right. Well, here's a wall on the on the house. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I like that. Well done. Well, thank you. I was about, to call you. You. I was about to call you dad. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Please don't start calling me daddy. Um, <laughs> Gary Grass comes in. Um, reported to the police? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, I mean. Is, is, that's a good question. Should one report it to the police or not? Perhaps technically, yes, but what they, they're not—they're not going to do anything about it. What I don't understand, though, is that it, the graffiti has been going on since the dawn of mankind, before *Sapiens* was probably around. 
Mm. Like the early homo, man. Homo habilis, most likely. Maybe I'll go as far as to say Australopithecus afarensis. Whoa. Like, who knows when these graffitis have been started? But I think one's expression through art has been um, part of our human evolution. So is graffiti part of that? As in, is it is it a genuine need from uh, the human psyche to to express itself on the walls of our domain? Um, did you see the thing recently about the cave painting, the discovery they've made about cave paintings? No. Um, have you, you you lived in France, didn't you? Did you ever go to the Lascaux caves? When I've never been France? to the Lascaux caves, but I've seen like the images and, and stuff like that. I think it was Homo Neanderthal. Well, I have been to the Lascaux Caves. Whoa! Mm. Okay, so you can actually really, yeah, teach me. Yeah, and it's really interesting. But well, interestingly, the Lascaux Cave, the one it was discovered by some kids bunking off school. Um, <laughs> so they Where were we kid, they were kids that had been moved out of Paris um, during the war um, to to go and live in a safer environment. And they were bunking off school and they were in the woods and came across this hole in the ground, went down it and found this amazing cave system and all the paintings. So the Lascaux cave you go in now is actually a replica. So it it is a cave, but they've dug it and built it as an exact replica of the cave to protect the original. But anyway, that makes on... sense. I suppose that makes sense. It's both annoying, but it makes sense. It's yeah. Like when I, sometimes when I go to like. Uh, the Louvre Museum in Paris or whatever and I see like the Mona Lisa and I sometimes go is that the real Mona Lisa or not I I hope that it is and at the same time I understand if it isn't yeah because like what does it matter if people if, if you don't know the difference you could just put a fake one up there uh and keep is she blowing a bubble like in pink bubble gum that's yeah no, that, yeah that's a fake yeah um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. on these on these paintings, on these cave paintings, um, so let's say it's an ox or something. Um, they've always had like a couple of dots on them or stripes on them, and they've they've never known how to interpret what this means and and why they've ever bothered painting different animals with different dots and stripes on them. Um, but they've basically they've cracked the code of these dots and stripes and it's all to do with their gestation periods their uh, their movements of herds their movement in correlation to the moon and stuff it's so oh, wow. because they were nomadic people it's when they got to that cave they'd know when to hunt and when their food was going to be passing by well that's fascinating so so the, so actually the, the the paintings weren't just an expression of what was going on um, poetically, but it was actually almost a, a, a calendar. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I, I was amazed when I read that. And I've so learned. Now, so now, can we use that information with the CB24 gang? Maybe we can. The gang is just migrating through, letting the villagers know we're here. Yeah. Whether that's and, a good or bad thing, who knows? And if another gang should find themselves migrating through, they would know that they were they were in CB24. Yeah, and uh, and then the repercussions are are theirs to um, 
to deal you know to deal with well julie justice said that the repercussions um is that they should be caught and made to pay out of their own pockets for cleanup and any damage i think that's a nicer uh punishment than wringing out your necks mm. um because that's obviously that's death and illegal yeah but uh um but, but she she does that, follow that it up probably hurt more as well she does follow it up and don't they even have anything intelligent to spray? That's a fair point, because I'm all down for graffiti. Like sometimes you, you see a beautiful piece of graffiti and it, it moves you and it changes you. And it, it's so good. And sometimes even just someone's name. OK, it's just a name. But they put so much work in pre- presenting it and shadows and different hues and stuff like that and i i really appreciate a good piece of graffiti and then you've got a tag and you're like yeah it's just i'll, I'll send you some, some of my uh, son's work and you can uh, you can analyze it i'll judge it yeah anyway steve streets comes in where do these idiots think they live Eckham, brixton sad little idiots pretending to be big hard gangsters I'd like to round them up and dump them in South London and see how long they last. Bet they'd cry for their mummies. Pathetic excuses for human beings, all of them. <laughs> oh, I like Steve Street. I, what I like about him is that he presented them with a rite of passage. Mm. Um, you know, like put them in a da- more dangerous environment and see if they survive. And if they survive and come back to Cottenham as men, then maybe they'll, their graffiti will be worth more. You know, like maybe they'll be allowed to stop putting graffiti because they survived South London. Yeah, but they could come back uh, infinitely harder and more streetwise and really start causing problems. Yeah, but that's what, that's what I mean is maybe Steve mm. would be like, oh, they survived those grimy streets. And um, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, like a rite of passage. Well, Simon Shutdown has has responded to Steve Streets. Let me guess, you went to the School of Hard Knocks and University of Life, twat. Oh wow, just just harsh. Is that is twat with a, a period or an exclamation mark? Uh, just a, a full stop period. A full yeah. stop. That's even harsher, actually. Mm. I think. Um, Which I you, don't what? mind that response either. You know, Steve Streets, oh, let's get them to South London, mur, 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 but they'd cry for their mummies then. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, can you hear the, the the garbage truck outside of my house? I could hear something. Um, it sounded a bit like a fish, a fish tank. It's been going on for the last um, five minutes and it's a pain in my butthole. Maybe they're clearing out the uh, takeaway containers from the guy that lives beneath you. <laughs> yeah maybe that, that bin is always full um what were we talking about steve, steve streets oh yeah and and simon shutdown's response uh i think that's a fair response considering they're kids like yeah. this is some it's it's really hard to manage uh troubled kids isn't it yeah because it's like they are a reflection most likely of their guardians Mm. And thus, how in control are they of their actions and their behaviours? Like, it's really like quite a challenge, isn't it? The like responsibility 
the line of responsibility where does it begin and where does it end I, I don't really know I find that fascinating yeah and you get the odd odd exception don't you um where you know you know the parents are really on it and really diligent and really but in spite of that the kid's still a nightmare but mm. largely there is that correlation between yeah like you say the guardian's behavior and the kid's behavior and i don't and i don't blame if you like the guardians or whatever like i might call them the guardians <laughs> uh the, like parents and stuff because you know you know it's the, the philip larkin thing you know they fuck you up your mum and dad they don't mean to but they do and we're all like sort of the echoes of the previous guard guardians but um but yeah, it's it's like it's annoying if if like a gang of kids is causing trouble around the village, um, they have to get their comeuppance. While at the same time, it's like they're kids; they're trying to express themselves. Yeah. Well, Tina Technology boundaries. Tina Technology's got an opinion. I don't know if you remember, but she's been on before. Tina Technology. Um, uh, what, what, what did she uh, discuss last time? Uh, she was advocate advocating um cctv uh, i think somewhere i can't think what the what the occasion was but it's something to do with cctv mm. um anyway she chirps she likes to follow these threads and and chirp in so she said more cctv needed to get these vandals to stop destroying personal property so she's back in with technology <laughs> yeah she wants she wants a small village to have mm. cctv just around every corner yeah that's, that's amazing. Do you, would you feel safer with Morsi's TV or or would you feel like uh, your privacy is constantly in danger? I'm not one of these people that flips out over excessive CCTV. Um, I, I couldn't give a I couldn't care either way. I don't I don't think CCTV being there would reduce. Um, any wrongdoing. But I'm not fussed if it's there. I've got nothing to hide. We've all got phones, so any concept of privacy is gone anyway, and you're kidding yourself if you think you've got any. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's Tina technology. <laughs> um, Julie Judgment comes in. She says, Yobs, selfish, childish behaviour. How would they like their belongings vandalised? They should be rounded up and have the paint sprayed into their faces same goes for the parents bloody hell man but every time i like hear the comments from cottenham it, it just sounds like there are so many very angry people that just hold on to that anger like i don't know it's fascinating i will try and be funny but sometimes i just go like they're just kids probably like yeah, I hope they're just kids and maybe not like it would be a lot funnier if it's just a bunch of like 40 year olds like spray painting <laughs> the walls. Come on, Neil. CB24 forever, bruv. Well, a few years ago, before the like, really big uptake in ring doorbells, you know, the doorbells with cameras on mm-hmm. um, me and my friends um, used to go around knock door running our other friends and filming their response <laughs> and we really how, how enjoyed it 40 okay yeah, nice. yeah. well you gotta have fun you gotta still like you know 
feed that young soul. Yeah, it was it was such good fun, especially as we'd position ourselves. So we'd have two different people filming from different angles. Um, and then I was the knocker. So I'd knock and run. And the other two people would be filming the reaction. Everyone, <laughs> everyone reacts the same way. It's brilliant. They open the door. They look a bit bemused. Then they come out the door. They look left and right. And they go back in the door, look bemused a bit more and close the door. <laughs> and just watching that reaction. I don't know. There's a real joy in it. Yeah, I bet. Just confusing your friend. It's the best. Is that why you're known on the streets as Uncle Bastard? Oh, no, no. Far worse. Oh, wow. No, I'll talk about the Uncle Bastard um, moniker another time. And it's actually a little unfair, but also a little justified. (laughs) Anyway, Barry Balance comes in. It's nice to see a group of adults who obviously have never in all their life made a mistake, then taken a wrong turn, felt so uninvested in the community that they made the wrong choices, castigate young people in such a manner. Pathetic excuses for human beings, necks ringing and little shit. No need for all this moral indignation. Just pass the videos, which which should not be put on this forum, possibly inciting people to violence, to the police and let the professionals deal with it. Just an opinion. I like Barry Balance. I mean, essentially, yeah. that's, he, he said what I just said before he spoke. Um, yeah. I, um, I really like um, I, and agree with it. Um, not as entertaining, though, is it, Barry? Why don't we just still be nice? Yeah, we could just be nice to each other. I'm not making fun of myself as well. But yeah, whatever, Barry, you piece of shit. Let's find his house and uh, and uh, graffiti on it. If you had to graffiti anything, Neil, what would you do? Um, well, throughout school, I was a big fan of the cock and bollocks. Um, the classic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like well, in uh, Superbad. Erect or flaccid? Um, generally it's flaccid. But it, to, it's a lot it, harder to do a flaccid penis. Yeah, but more comical. Um, but erect, you do get to really concentrate on the veins, which is good. That is nice. And uh, an erect penis is uh, able to jizz if you want to uh, create uh, a fountain erupting out of its uh, urethra. There is a friend of mine who is a very funny chap and he um, well, he does a few <laughs> things. But one of the things he does when he goes to a hotel, you know, they have the, the pads and pad and pen next to your bed. Yeah. Um, he always goes about four pages in and draws a picture of a cock and bollocks like spunking and stuff and then signs someone else's name underneath it and puts the date on it and then puts it back down <laughs> so that oh it's well, a shame that he signs someone else's name because I, I liked all of that until he didn't take responsibility oh well, that's his that's his fun you see um another thing he's done which i really enjoyed he lives in mexico and plays a lot of golf out there. And mm. he pre um, before he goes to golf, he'll get five or six golf balls and draw a cock and bollocks on them. And then <laughs> when he's out on his round, he'll just chuck them into the rough so that when people lose their ball and they'll go looking for it, they'll find one of his balls and it's got a cock and bollocks on it. I like that. That's a, a funny little gift as someone frustratingly looks for their own balls. Yeah. Um, I like that. And and never gets to see the never gets to see the response. 
Yeah, but there's there's something quite beautiful about that. He just knows that he's entertained someone. Like, yeah. I would love to just be in a hotel room and I just flick through the pages and just find someone else's uh, drawn cock and balls. <laughs> there's, there's, it's a gift from a, a joker, like from another dimension. Talking of it's cock nice. and balls, um, yes. we've got another photo. Um, it's of the it's of the bus stop, and it is a cock and balls on the left, flaccid, being joined by cock and balls on the right, um, and like a stream of piss or jizz joining the two chap size. Uh, well, I believe that we'll post that picture on our Instagram <laughs> page uh, for anyone who wants to see it because uh, uh, that's something that I do not want to miss. <laughs> so wait, um, so the, the 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 two penises are joined together. Yes, it looks like it. I mean, it's it's a crude drawing. I mean, one thing I would say about the CB24 gang, their artwork needs a little revision. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know they you... they've come up with a good idea, but the execution is poor. <laughs> that's that's what you should find. You should find you should find them and just tell them that. You're going to start seeing some works of art around Cottenham. What's the best bit of graffiti you've ever seen? Ever seen? Oh, God, you've put me on the spot there. Because I know that I've seen loads. So firstly, I, I love going into like a a restroom and seeing, you know, a conversation. Oh, yeah. You know, so someone, someone's posted like one graffiti saying something and then there'll be just these spider diagrams and brainstorms coming off of that one comment and people are just having conversations with themselves. And I, I love that. They generally, they're quite crude and simple. And then on occasion, you'll just get one like really smart person just saying something like, I don't know, there's just a beautiful balance of society just coming together while they're having a shit. And so (laughs) I think that for me is my favorite kind of graffiti is the conversations that the people before generally never see yeah you go into a restroom and then you you leave right you you might never go back into that one so it's uh it's a conversation for the next person to enjoy i i love those and then if not um i don't think that you can consider them as graffiti but murals like the proper big beautiful paintings uh there's quite a lot like in los angeles and and in Montreal, like last time I was in Montreal, those are beautiful murals. I find those so beautiful. Like Marseille, when I was in Marseille, France, I found, and hopefully like next time I go, I'll maybe try and look at the more beautiful aspects of the city. But there were just tags everywhere. Like imagine CB24 gang, but there's like hundreds of gangs trying to like, dominate territories and so they there's just tags like fucking all over the place it's made the place really annoying to look at because just like you said there's no creativity yeah sometimes well, you'll fun- see someone's tag and it's fucking stunning and you're like yeah i'm down for that but just a just a, it's well funnily enough um for a few holidays we've driven down to south of france and yeah. it's um, it coming out of Leon, heading further south, mm. is what got my son into graffiti because there's some amazing. As you come out, you go yeah. through some tunnels and then there's 
just wall after wall after wall of amazing, like you say, big murals and great graffiti mm. there. And that's what piqued his interest in the first place. Um, yes, yeah, so so I'm, down, I'm down with Glassier in Lyon than Marseille, but you'd expect <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Oh, no, I'm, I was, I was going to go down a philosophical route. I'm mm. not going down there. No, I don't bother. Um, my favourite <laughs> bit of graffiti I've ever seen anyway was in Holborn. And somebody had written on the wall, hate is in our blood. And um, someone else had corrected it and put hemoglobin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those. Uh, anyway, Ellie Olden days, she comes in. In my day, we were taught right from wrong and we were punished for doing wrong. It taught us to respect my children and grandchildren. Hold on. It taught us to respect my children and grandchildren. Oh, hold, hold on. I've got to punctuate this myself. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are discovering Neil's <laughs> live reading. He's discovering it to himself. <laughs> so in my day, we were taught right from wrong and we were punished for doing wrong. It taught us respect. Full stop. My children and grandchildren were brought up this way, too. I see some people never had the same discipline taught to them, so they haven't taught this to their children. It's about time discipline was restored. Fuck her. That's yeah. my first opinion. Yeah, it's early like, olden days can get bent. Mate, how like high and mighty. Oh, I'm perfect. And so are my children and my grandchildren. They know right and wrong. <laughs> Firstly, that's such a black and white way of seeing the world. And... um. Oh, I, I I hate her. Can I can I say that? Is that is that okay? Yeah. I, uh, I'm infuriated by the fact that she's now given me her poison and now I'm angry <laughs> and I want to write a comment. But well, Edward Even comes in. I think you might like Edward Even. He says, I guess if these kids spray painted a stencil of this uh, a stencil of the Queen, you'd all be cream in your pants. Maybe think about the lack of anything going on for youngsters to give them some sort of inspiration, which they obviously don't have. No, just shop them to the police and make them hate society and elders even more. Yes. What's his name that you made up? Uh, Edward Even. Edward Even. Yeah. But, you know, Barry Balance and Edward Even. uh, I I like that they exist in this town. I wonder what would break them, though. (laughs) <laughs> There's a part of me that's like, oh, I hope they pop up in a future episode where you just see them lose their fucking mind. You will do. It will be about dog shit or parking. That can break anyone, it seems. It boggles the mind, man. Like, the, the what, what, was it, what was her name? The one that was moaning about... Um, Ellen Olden Days. Yeah, Ellen Olden Days. Like... If she knows right and wrong, then how does she not, how is she incapable of of bringing that force to the complexity of community? Yeah. Ah, oh, this is, that's what it bothers me. Like, if someone's, a, if someone's an idiot and just goes, well, fuck that person, dot, 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 then it's like, all right, well, they just, they're just angry or whatever. But if someone goes, well, I know right and wrong, I'm better than everyone and still kind of talks about uh, a lack of, of, of building bridges and healing. She just wants to create walls, but just doesn't want graffiti on them. Oh, I see what you've done there. You, you are buzzing from this potential production company thing. And like, it's just flowing from you now. 
that's is that's it? a nice yeah was that nice yeah nice little segue um glenda good question says is it just me or why and how these kids are wandering around at 1am why are they allowed to go out until early morning Uh, do you have any answers neil i have answers but well i think we've touched on it earlier you know then it's the guardianship if if you as a kid if i'd been allowed to go out until one or two in the morning i would have done i just wasn't allowed to so i didn't yeah yeah it's the guardianship of course it is um but also is it on a friday and saturday because like i, I was I was allowed to like go out late. Yeah, that's true. For the weekends. Um, and I've turned out all right, even <laughs> though my guardianship sort of was like, yeah, do what you want. Um, Steve Streets comes back in. I don't know if you remember him. He was the one talking about Brixton yeah, and no, Peckham. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The rites of passage, lad. Yeah. Well, if I catch them at it on my house, I'm going to kick the shit out of them and then spray paint my name on their foreheads. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's very hard to know where the line of of defending your own universe uh, sort of begins and ends. Like, you know, like the, the the gun lords in the US, I don't think every state is the same, but, you know, like stand your ground as in like if someone comes on your property um, and you yeah, feel like it's danger, then you, you are able to protect yourself with uh, equal force or something like yeah. that. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's yeah sh- sure i it's like yeah i i understand steve streets yeah yeah if, if someone was to do something to like my my motorbike then i would i would like i would hope to just be able to laugh it off yeah because ultimately who gives a shit but also i'm 36 and i can barely afford a small cube in los angeles right if one day i buy a house and someone spray paints my house i can imagine that i would then start thinking about all the hard work that i've put into buying a house yeah and someone just ruins it so I, I i can appreciate the frustration um and the the desire to then you know an eye for an eye type of uh, revenge well, there's only one more comment on this thread and it's from it's from group admin um, and they've said, I'm closing this thread down now. Boom. I, li- I like I like this group admin. She comes in. She's the guardian of all those naughty boys and girls. Yeah. Fighting among each other. She is, isn't she? It just shows you, man. It doesn't matter how old someone is. They can still be absolute child. Children. <laughs> I prefer child. <laughs> <laughs> did you like that though yeah very good <laughs> uh, so that's that that's graffiti <laughs> that's a good one um what do you know what we're going to talk about next week well don't i'm considering putting ellen olden day's real name in the search search function on the group um because she pissed you off so much and seeing what else she's commented on and seeing yeah, if be, she's I'd a be very intrigued seeing I'd if she's a consistent 
because she she clearly knows right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's clearly a lie from right from wrong. I bet you, I bet you that fucking whore loves Les Miserables, right? And Les Mis- because it's a musical, it's it's the theatre. I bet she loves the theatre, right? And the whole thing is about Jean Valjean stealing a loaf of bread mm-hmm. for his sister and, and her daughter, right? So technically, you could say that the hero is a criminal. I want. I wonder who she likes. I wonder. Who um, she I likes. love Les Miserables. Yeah, do you like it? Love it, yeah. It's about a criminal, mate. I know. I know. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I love it. Um, I obviously um, don't mean what I what I say that she's a whore. Um, she could be. She could be, and there's no judgment if you are. Um, I just, I suppose it's interesting because I'm trying to work out like what annoys me in the world. Like what does it, what annoys you in the world? If if there was a comment that you saw one day on Facebook that you couldn't help yourself but comment, what would it be? Oh, it's always going to be some. It will be self righteousness. Okay, yeah, and, so fake, uh, and and fake humility. Yes, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose we're on the same train here. Are we on the same train? I'd say so. <laughs> This is a good metaphor. You want to be a much? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what I'd like to do for one of the future episodes is if you can find either for next week or another week um, a thread that you want to discuss, and then yes, yeah, send it to me because I'd, I'd like to see what I, how I behave if I prep, if oh, I prep okay. for it. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be intrigued to see what the podcast looks like. Um, because as the listeners know, uh, Neil preps for us and I just arrive and, and, and react. Yeah, well, I, I can actually, do that. I can do yeah, that. I'm, can't get any worse. No, can't get, can't get, <laughs> we're, we're, I'd say we've already reached uh, our bottom. <laughs> Isn't that nice? That yes. These early episodes are technically going to be way worse than the later ones. So uh, I've enjoyed recording them so far and they've been our worst work. Yeah. Yeah. Just think the people that have listened to every episode so far, when we get to episode 84 and everybody's listening and apologies, but there's going to be loads of fucking adverts on it so we can make some money. Um, oh, that'd be nice. That would be yeah. nice. I'm really looking forward to the episodes where I'll be on tour. And mm. me, 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 Yeah. Sorry. I love, I love talking about me. It's all my favourite <laughs> Um, but at least you acknowledge that. At least you know. At least you know. You get ready. Um, but no, just visiting the villages around the US, dude. Uh, they have villages in the US. Yeah, well, I suppose they call them towns. Um, but, you know, those small towns, man. I, I, that's a good point. I've never heard them call it a village. It's just a town, small town. Yeah. But... Um, just see, seeing what like they've got in their newspapers, seeing what uh, comments are being made. Well, whatever you do, don't fuck up this potential investment because your tour around the US hinges on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's interesting. Mm. Um, anything else before we go? Uh, 
No. Well, I don't know if the listeners are aware, but we released this on Monday, but it's recorded on a Friday. It's Friday morning for Eric and it's Friday evening for me. So I've always I'm about to go into the weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's St. Patrick's weekend. Uh, yeah. Are you going to have a few beverages? Uh, I won't drink Guinness just because it's St. Patrick's Day. I don't buy into that. Well, I used to yeah. when I was younger and wanted to go out and get a big foam hat with a shamrock on it. But sure, I've, so you have done. <laughs> yeah, but I've grown out of that now. Um, but I am going over to a friend's house as soon as this recording is finished because it's their son's 18th birthday. I've known him his whole life, so I'm going to go over and have a beer with him. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that'll be a nice night. Yes. He won't be there for long because he's going to go out and get pissed with his mates, obviously. But we're going to go over. We're going to give him some money to go out with and then we'll get pissed with his parents. And you know what? I would I would love it if you if you get there and you just notice a little bit of paint on his fingers. And you're like, what is this? And you just approach him and you just go up to his ear and you whisper, are you part of the CB24 gang? And he just looks at you and, and you just go, shh, shh I, I won't tell anyone. Yeah, that'd be amazing. A nod and a wink. Akin to Father Christmas going up the chimney in the night before <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the great thing. You're learning so much about this village. You're starting to really understand the psychology of your people. Do you think you yeah. can become mayor one day? Oh, I, I already have appointed myself as mayor. Does nobody like else be official one day? Uh, well, really, I could have I should have stood as an independent yesterday and um, in the by-election, I should have stood as an independent and then I could have had some political standing in the village. No, but I think I think you're you have so much more to learn yet uh, mm. from your people. There's still a lot more to learn. Yeah. Well, there we have it. Thanks for listening to everyone uh, to the episode. Uh, like, subscribe or whatever, whatever the words are to a call to action. Yes. Um, all those 10 people that do listen, tell your friends. I think um, Singapore may have told someone because all 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 liked one episode so much they've downloaded it a couple of times. But I'm hoping Singapore has told someone else in Singapore. And I think we might have two listeners in Singapore now. Whoa, two listeners. Well, hello. Get in touch with us. I actually would love to know who these people are, like what they're called, because then we yeah. can actually... Uh, you know maybe we can give you an alliterative name yeah so I, I, I want to hear Singapore from them glendale i want to hear how they stumbled across this pod and i yeah, want them yeah. to promote it like their life depends on it yeah take responsibility listeners yeah if you if you really do care about us selfish um, pricks <laughs> no but yeah I, I think it'd be really interesting especially like to hear you know to hear like what's going on in their village Yes. Well. So yeah, get in touch with us. Like, what's the, what's the email? Villageincrisis at gmail dot com. Correct. No underscores, right? No, just villageincrisis at gmail dot com. Um, and then we're on Twitter at villageincrisis, and just put villageincrisis on Instagram, and you'll find us. All right. And um, and let me know if there's anything that uh, we could improve on. I always like, you know, it's always nice to know like what the outside perspective likes and doesn't like, right? Neil. Do you yeah, agree they, with this? I'd agree. They probably like me, don't like you. But Yeah, well, you know, but balance, right? So they, mm. they, they, like, they like that I uh, provide sort of more intelligent uh, remarks um, and I provide youthful energy. 
which I don't think you have. So, um, <laughs> so that's good. Or, or ever had, uh, for that matter. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, my goal next week is to make you laugh hard. Ah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set that intention. Okay. That's, so you want the thread up front? Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. I'd yeah, like because you clearly can't improvise well enough. No, t- today I felt <laughs> like I, w- I haven't been able to improvise. See what today and last week, I don't think I was able to improvise. Maybe it's my meds. Mm. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on Maybe meds it's my prep. Psychological meds. <laughs> um, I love that song. Anyway, I've got to go. I've got to go get drunk with an 18 year old. All right. Oh, all right. Have a good one. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That was a fun episode. It was, wasn't it? Right, I'll yeah. turn off this recording. Um, that recording off. Right. Cool. The camera's off. Right, do you want me to send that to you? Yeah, if you can, that'd be great. Uh, so how, we, you, know, uh, you can. We can I send that? And our how how should I send it? Uh, we transfer. Hmm. What does that mean? Uh, uh, let me just send you a website. So it's a it's a. It's an easy way to send a large file. Okay, send me a link and I'll sort that out. And there's there's no rush. Good. Uh, but yeah, we transfer. Cool. All right. Well, I've got right, to head off today. anyway. So I've got All to right, go. Mate, ha- go go drink eight pints of Guinness, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right have fun, cheers. Man. Have a good weekend. Bye. See you, you later. Too,